Hello, it's Darren here from Tier Medals, with more insight into Britain's top gallantry awards from medal expert and military historian Mark Smith. Last time, Mark told us about the institution of the George Cross in 1940. This time, we're jumping ahead more than half a century to introduce the Conspicuous Gallantry Cross. It's the newest gallantry award and was created as part of a big shake-up to the honoured system. In 1993, there is a review of the gallantry award system. Because as we've found out over the talks that we've done so far, there is a problem. First of all, in the officer hierarchy of awards, there's this anomaly gap of this thing called the Distinguished Service Order. And this is still a problem because it is not an award for gallantry. The statute doesn't allow it to be issued for that purpose. It is, but it has to be manipulated to make that award. So there is a gap between the Victoria Cross and whichever service award is the lowest level. Now we must remember at this point that before 1993, officers' awards are crosses. Other ranks are round medals. Their medals are named, the officers' medals are not named. So they just come as a cross. There is this hierarchy of awards for the three services and for other ranks and officers. In 1993, the review of gallantry awards stated two things. One, that there should be and this almost harks back to what Lord Wellington said about the Battle of Waterloo medal. We all do the same job. We should all get the same award. So in 1993, there is a moment when the other ranks round medals are discontinued. And now what is available is the crosses for all three services, but now available to all ranks. But we still have this problem of what do you award between the Distinguished Service Cross, the Military Cross and the Distinguished Flying Cross and the Victoria Cross. And that is still a huge gap in what you have to do to be awarded each one. And what happened in 1993 is that they instituted a new award which would sit between the Victoria Cross and the three service lowest tier of gallantry awards. And that would be the Conspicuous Gallantry Cross. And this has solved an enormous, in medal terms, I suppose, I don't know, but in my mind, this has solved an enormous problem because it fills that void between the award of a military cross and a Victoria Cross. And that has changed the way that medals are looked at. And what about the other services? Is it? It's the same for all, all three. three. So all three can now receive yeah. this. So there are individual service medals at the, at the, at the, at the, the first the level. lowest gallantry level. Yeah then the Conspicuous Gallantry Cross, and then the Victoria Cross. The Distinguished Service Order can still be awarded, but it is now back to its original statute, which is for meritorious service or leadership or organisation skills. These are very rare. These are much rarer than Victoria Crosses because they're quite new and they haven't actually yet given out that many of them. So it's a gap filler, I suppose, because it fills that void but it is the newest gallantry award that we have. Have you got any examples you can tell us about? Yes. So one of the first conspicuous gallantry cross 
holders that I came across was a bombardier called Gary Prout. And Gary was a fire support team wireless operator. I'd also trained as a medic. And he was in Afghanistan and was working with, I think it was the 1st Battalion Royal Welsh. And he said, I can't treat anybody I know, but I'll be your medic if you need me for your infantry, because I don't know any of them. Out of your whole battalion, I only know one bloke. A patrol that went out, there was a, an explosion. The call came through on the radio that a medic was required. So Gary jumped off of the roof he was on as a fire support team person, ran forward to a wall and said, where's the casualty? And they pointed to someone lying out about 50 yards away in the open and they'd stood on an IED. Gary jumped over the wall and I think in his citation it says that five machine guns opened fire on him as he ran towards the casualty. He got there and it was his best friend from that battalion. And he was in a dreadful, dreadful state. Gary is about five foot three. And this guy was sort of six two and he's got all of his kit on. And Gary picked him up and couldn't get back. So ran further into the contact to a wall. He fired every rifle round that he had. He fired all of the rifle ammunition off of the wounded man. He threw all of the hand grenades. He called in two fast airstrikes. They reckon at around about 70 yards from his position. And he used 80%, I think, of the light gun ammunition allocation for the month on that one target. And eventually a sergeant came out and dragged them both back in. And Gary was actually put in for the award of the Victoria Cross, but he was awarded the Conspicuous Gallantry Cross. He then went off to Army Foundation College Harrogate as a instructor, went out on a night exercise, put his foot down a rabbit hole and broke his leg. And eventually was discharged from the army. And when we still see him, we still say to him, Taliban, phew, rabbits, be careful. <laughs> I think that's a story that many people will resonate <laughs> Next time, we're hearing about the honours of our allies and learning how foreign recognition differs. Plus, what drives the keen medal-collecting community and how likely are they to be duped by a fake? If you're enjoying the series so far, why not leave a review or recommend it to a mate?